It's the final day of February, but 2022 still has a long way to go. In fact, after today, there is 83.8% left before it's time to change the yearly calendar once again. Tomorrow might be heralded by a lion, so be on the listen-out for a roar. But for now, it's time for another edition of Charlottesville Community Engagement, and I'm your host, Sean Tubbs. On today's program, a new group called Friends of Downtown Seville launches by wrapping the Dewberry structure with a mural. City Council upholds a decision made by the Board of Architectural Review. One Charlottesville tax relief deadline is approaching, and the city is looking for more people to serve on advisory panels. And a University of Virginia epidemiologist weighs in on what's next with COVID. In today's first subscriber-supported shout-out, Livable Seville wants you to know about an online presentation coming up on Wednesday, March 16th. Can zoning create a more affordable Charlottesville? That's the question to be explored by Dr. Jenny Schutz of the Brookings Institute. She's the author of Fixer Upper, How to Repair America's Broken Housing Systems. The event is free, but you'll have to register at Eventbrite. That's Livable Seville with a presentation on March 16th. Today, the Virginia Department of Health reports the 7-day percent positivity for COVID tests is now at 7.3%, a clear indicator the Omicron surge is continuing to wane. The 7-day average for new cases is now at 1,621 a day, with 764 new cases reported today. However, the death count from Omicron continues to grow, with a cumulative total of 18,771 in Virginia over the past 23 months. Ten days ago, that number stood at 18,016, but the Virginia Department of Health always stresses that it takes a while for COVID deaths to be officially recorded. The Blue Ridge Health District now has a total of 419 deaths from COVID, and that number was at 386 10 days ago. There are 26 new cases in the Blue Ridge Health District today. What's next? Dr. Kosti Safri is Director of Hospital Epidemiology at the University of Virginia Health System. He said a majority of people in the Charlottesville area are either fully vaccinated or have had COVID. I think in the near term, um, we can and um, and are expecting that we'll see a continued uh, diminution of cases going forward. Um, And and I think that that's likely to occur over the course of not only a couple weeks, but perhaps and hopefully a couple months. However, Dr. Sifri said COVID can be unpredictable, and there are many parts of the world that have low vaccination rates, allowing further mutations to occur. He said the current question is how long immunity through vaccination or previous infections will last. So um, will there be future differences with the virus? Does it evolve or change to um, overcome some of these um, protective um, 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 immune um, um, responses that we've developed? Um, And how robust and how um, prolonged are those immune responses? Tomorrow is also the day that a new law goes into effect in Virginia, allowing parents to opt out of school mask mandates. This morning, the UVA health system announced that the drop in case counts will result in additional visitation opportunities at the UVA medical system. To see the details on what has changed, visit the UVA health system website. There's a link in the newsletter. 
Tomorrow is the last day for elderly and disabled property owners in Charlottesville to apply for tax relief. Here's City Councilor Cena McGill speaking at the council meeting last Tuesday. If you own and are living in your home in the city of Charlottesville, if you are over 65 years of age or older, or are permanently disabled, and if you have a yearly household income of $55,000 or less, and a net worth of $125,000, excluding the value of the home, you may qualify for tax relief under this program. Visit the Commissioner of Revenue's website for more information and to find the application. Residential property is up an average of 11.69% in 2022. In addition, Council has advertised an increase of $0.10 on the property tax rate for next year's budget, which Council will be presented with on March 7th. With spring very close to being here, perhaps you're looking for a fresh hobby. Why not consider being on a Charlottesville board or commission? There are several vacancies and Council is taking applications through March 12th. There's one opening on the Charlottesville Economic Development Authority, two openings on the Citizens Transportation Advisory Committee, two openings on something called the Community Policy and Management Team, four openings on the Historic Resources Committee, one vacancy on the Housing Advisory Committee, this one specifically intended for a member of a neighborhood association, eight openings on the Measurements and Solutions Group, one opening for a non-city employee on the Personnel Appeals Board, one opening on the Region 10 Community Services Board, two openings on the Social Services Advisory Board, four openings on the Tree Commission, one opening on the Vendor Appeals Board, and no specific number of vacancies on the Charlottesville Youth Council. You can apply for those in a link in the newsletter. Council will next make appointments on March 21st. In October, the Board of Architectural Review approved what's called a Certificate of Appropriateness to allow for an apartment complex to be built in the side yard of a 19th century structure near the University of Virginia. City Council was asked last week to hear the appeal from neighbors who argue the city's architectural design control rules were not followed. The acronym there is ADC. At the beginning of the appeal, City Historic Preservation Planner Jeff Werner described the project. The project is a proposed three-story apartment building. It's located on a parcel at 605 Preston Place. The property is within the Rugby Road University Circle, Venable Neighborhood ADC District, and as such, it's subject to BAR review. Uh, Also on this property is Windhurst, which is a a home constructed in 1857, and it was uh, formerly the manor house of a 102-acre farm. The appellants sent in a 19-point letter to make their arguments. Point number two argued that the footprint and massing of the new building would not be in harmony with the district. Werner disagreed. To be clear, the design guidelines are intended to be flexible and flexible enough to both respect historic uh, properties and, and to embrace future and new design. Werner recommended the council uphold the BAR's determination. Larry Getty was one of two people to represent the appellants. We actually uh, feel that the um, Board of Architectural Review did not really explain their decisions as to why um, this, uh, the number of um, elements that um, Jeff Warner um, discussed 
actually do satisfy the guidelines. It is totally out of place with the buildings that are on three sides of the site. Brett Gastinger is the chair of the BAR, and before he spoke, he told council a little about what the panel does. We are made up of nine citizens of Charlottesville. All of us are volunteers, and uh, we are appointed uh, uh, by city council. We work on your behalf and for that for the city. We're made up of design professionals, uh, business owners, residents of properties within uh, historic districts. Gastinger said BAR members must follow the guidelines as they make their determinations. He said the city's architectural story is always changing. Our guidelines uh, for the BAR do not mandate particular styles of architecture or prevent new buildings from being uh, added within historic districts. And as Charlottesville continues to grow and evolve as a city, we want to make sure that it's done in a compatible way. And so this is really important work. Gastinger said the BAR helped inform the project through multiple hearings, and their approval was on a unanimous 8-0 to zero vote. Mayor Lloyd Snook said he sided with the BAR. I was struck by the fact that some architects for whom I have a great deal of respect were looking at it quite critically and, uh, and praising what was being done. And I would have to say that if uh, if those architects are saying good things about it, then that's a very strong recommendation to me. The vote to uphold the BAR by council was unanimous. You're listening to Charlottesville Community Engagement. It's time again for another Patreon-fueled shout-out. When you think of romance, you might not immediately think of energy efficiency, but the folks at LEAP think keeping your family comfortable at home is a great way to show you care during the month of love. Your local energy nonprofit wants to make sure you are getting the most out of your home all year round, and LEAP offers free home weatherization to income and age-qualifying residents. If someone in your household is age 60 or older, or you have an annual household income of less than $74,950, you may qualify for a free energy assessment and home energy improvements, such as insulation and air sealing. Sign up today to lower your energy bills, increase comfort, and reduce energy waste at home. One last segment today, and this one was in the field. It was a warm morning for this last day of February, and several dozen people gathered in Central Place outside the Dewberry Hotel, an unfinished structure for which construction stopped over 13 years ago when the previous owner ran out of money. A group called Friends of Seaville Downtown has raised funds to wrap the skeleton of the unfinished hotel with artwork, and the official reveal was a chance to also launch the organization. Board member Michael Kaplan called it a placemaking partnership to increase economic development downtown in an inclusive manner. Friends of Seville Downtown is raising private money to fund the cost of a campaign for Maine, an array of projects that can invigorate the downtown environment with lights, art, paintings, seating, events, banners, sanitation, safety add-ons, 
and a rich array of events with something for everybody. We will accomplish this by working together with one another and with city government in a spirit of goodwill and common purpose. The first project is called Music Box on Main, and that's the name for the temporary installation by the artist Eric Waugh, who covers all nine stories of the unfinished Dewberry. Eric's paintings, Jazz Maker 1 and Jazz Maker 2, were enlarged and printed on 13-foot-wide vinyl mesh banner wrap. Ten giant rolls of wrap were carried up nine stories to the roof. Crews repelled from the top, affixed the wrap to the building, and the goal is to cover up the skeleton for at least the next year. Kaplan said the work has been done in conjunction with the Dewberry Group, who even donated $10,000 to the project. I, I hope you'll say to yourself, what wonderful thing shall we do next, and how shall we get it done together? Charlottesville Mayor Lloyd Snook said he welcomed the effort. We lose sight of the fact that so many of the businesses on the downtown mall are operating on very thin margins. And the last couple of years have been really tough for them. So to have people who have the ability to step up, to make significant contributions, to be able to do the kinds of things that the friends of downtown Charlottesville are talking about doing is really exciting. It's exciting for the, the city government to know that there are going to be people out there who will be willing to help and able to help. And that's just just really great. Ludwig Kutner is the vice chair of the Friends of Seaville Downtown Board. He said he wanted to take action to cover up the visual blight and to restore what he described as positive energy to the mall. Well, I think people have complained about it now for, what, 12 years or 15 years, and uh, uh, it's ugly, and everybody complains, and we just decided, let's do something about it. Kaplan came up with the idea for the wrap, which includes a wrap on 2nd Street Southeast. He saw the black facade of the old Boxer Learning Building as being like the black keys of a piano. So I envisioned the windows white and then a swirly jazz thing at the top. And I had a friend of mine who's here Photoshop it for me to see what it would look like when it was done. And we sent that image to the Dewberries and said, would you give us permission to do this to your building? And Jamie Dewberry called up and said, this is genius. Go right ahead. As for the future of the Dewberry, Kaplan said he was not privy to any information, but said that his group had full permission to apply the temporary measure. It's now a positive element of our skyline instead of a what's happening element of our skyline. Stay tuned for more information as this develops and as the group begins doing more things. What do you think? Leave a note in the comments. And that's it for this installment of Charlottesville Community Engagement for this day, February 28th, the final day of the month. And of course, that means that anybody who's paying through Patreon, that means that your credit cards are going to get uh, credited tomorrow. And I really do thank you for that support. That's one way that you can support this program, which of course does strive to bring as much as I can. Getting back into the field is going to be a little strange and I'm a little rusty, but uh, hopefully there will be more events like that in the future that allow me to 
go out and see people. And I, other ways, of course, you can support the program is through a contribution through Substack. Lots of people are doing that these days, and we're coming up to close to 400 people who have opted to step up, and that's kind of cool, and I really do appreciate that. And every single one fuels me that much more to work hard on this endeavor. The company Ting will match that initial contribution, which is absolutely fantastic and allows me to keep thinking about how I can continue to do this well into the future. But I am Sean Tubbs, and that is it for this installment of the program. There will be another one tomorrow. In the meantime, please stay safe out there. Stay stay, um, stay vigilant and uh, you know, keep thinking about things that are happening outside of this community as well. It will serve you well in the future to remember that this is one planet, one globe, and uh, you know, we're just in this part of it and what a part it is. And now it's time to part ways and say goodbye.